Hello, welcome to Bible Read Me. I am Charles Van Dersen. I will begin summarizing the readings beginning with February the 5th, which is day 36. God did not lead the Israelites along the shorter and more established route to Canaan. Instead, he directed them to go through the wilderness. God's plan was to demonstrate to the Egyptians that he is the Lord. Because of their apparent impending slaughter by the Egyptian army, the Israelites begged to be returned to Egypt. God delivered the Israelites by drowning the entire Egyptian army. God commanded that those who were saved to give a testimony of what the Lord did for them and to never forget it. Reference Exodus chapter 13 verse 3 and verse 8. Joseph's final prediction was fulfilled in chapter 13 verse 19. All the people praised the Lord. Moses' sister, Miriam, played the tambourine while singing and dancing. Finally, God, like he had said after the flood event, promised not to punish his people as he did the Egyptians, if they continued to follow him loyally, demonstrating that he was both the God that can inflict punishment and the God that can grant blessings to whomever he chooses. Finally, after the Lord purified the bitter water in Marah, the Israelites traveled to and settled at the oasis of Elim, where they found twelve springs and seventy palm trees. February the 6th, day 37. Just like they will do later in history, found in 1 Samuel chapter 8, verse 7, the people rejected God by rejecting his chosen leader, accusing Moses and Aaron of going through all the trouble of the former events so that they could simply starve the people to death in the wilderness. Reference chapter 16, verses 7 and 8. God answered them with the introduction of manna. This is what they continued to eat for 40 years and the proper gathering of it demonstrated their obedience to the first observance of the Sabbath day's rest. Next, the people accused Moses again of trying to kill them with dehydration, and God answered them with water from a rock. Then Moses' father-in-law taught him how to be a better administrator. Finally, the mortal conflict between Amalek and God began. Amalek is a descendant of Esau and the ancestor of King Agag and Haman. God revealed himself to Moses and announced his objective that would ultimately be fulfilled in the New Testament. Compare Exodus chapter 19 verse 6 and Revelation chapter 1 verse 6. I wonder if Exodus chapter 19 verse 13 is a precursor to 1 Corinthians 15 verse 52 and 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 16 where the sound of the trumpet allows the people to come up. February 7th, day 38. God gave the Ten Commandments, followed by some societal rules on what was considered justice in those days. I doubt that in contemporary Western society that those kids who hit their parents or those who kidnap people would ever suffer capital punishment today. These are sins of misbehavior between humans, and their consequences may have changed, but the sins against God are still in full effect because regardless of the societal paradigm shifts, the relationship between the Creator and His creation has never changed. Thank God for His all-encompassing forgiveness through the eternally atoning sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Moses tried to get the people to move from fearing the overwhelming power of God, of which can incinerate diamonds in a split second, to realizing the awesome authoritative capability of God to discipline even the intentions of their innermost secret thoughts and desires so that they would not sin against Him. 
he stated that this was the reason that God gave them these Exodus experiences. Reference Exodus chapter 20, verse 20. February the 8th, day 39. God gives further instructions on how to treat people, ensuring justice for all and for them to celebrate three annual festivals in his honor. There are several behaviors listed that require capital punishment. In addition, he guaranteed the benefits of his constant presence before them through the pre-incarnate Christ. And Israel accepted the Lord's covenant by speaking in unison, we will do everything the Lord has commanded, we will obey. After confirming the covenant with blood from the altar, Moses and the leaders partially ascended the mountain of God. Next, Moses and Joshua separated from them to climb higher. Then after seven days, God called Moses to the summit alone, where God appeared as a consuming fire, and Moses remained there for 40 days and nights. February the 9th, day 40. God listed the acceptable items for the construction of his tabernacle that those who were so moved were to offer to the Lord. God referred to a pattern that he had shown to Moses as a blueprint, if you will, from which to build. The importance of its perfection was equal to its eternally monumental objective, which is, I can live among them. God stated that the exact specifications for the construction of the ark, table lamp stand, tabernacle, altar, courtyard, priest's clothing, ephod, and the chest piece to Moses to be completed with great skill and care by only the most gifted of craftsmen. Our lack of understanding may tempt us to diminish the importance of these intricate details, but we must never discount the infinite value of its eternal significance. God set the priests apart as, quote, holy to the Lord, end quote. This attribution was the greatest of all honors that he could bestow upon them, but that position also came with critical requirements that would result in very dire consequences if ignored. Compare Leviticus chapter 10 and 2 Chronicles chapter 26 verse 18, 1 Samuel 13, Luke chapter 12 verse 48, 1 Peter chapter 4 verse 17, Matthew 24 verses 45 through 51, and finally James chapter 3 verse 1. February the 10th, day 41. God gave instructions in great detail of how to properly dedicate the priests and how to consecrate the place of worship so that God can live among his beloved people and that they would know that he is the Lord, the one who brought them out of Egypt. He is their God. He further instructed them on how to construct the incense altar and other various items to be used for worship, that being money, wash basin, anointing oil, incense, etc., an interesting note about the incense is that one ingredient is mollusk shell. There are actually five species of mollusks that can be found in the Sinai Peninsula. God named Bezael and Oholiab as the men to whom he specifically gifted with outstanding skill and wisdom to, along with their apprentices, construct all the items listed. Next, God confirmed the sanctity of the weekly seventh day as the holy sabbath to be a demonstration to the nations from generation to generation of the covenant relationship that god had incorporated with the israelites finally god handed moses the stone tablets carved by the very finger of god february 11th day 42 
Aaron's apparent lack of strong leadership skills enabled the Israelites to create and worship a golden calf. Their sin was especially heinous because not only were they worshiping an idol, but they were also attributing God's miraculous salvation to a lifeless idol and celebrating it with unrestrained sensuality. God was prepared to destroy them, but he relented when Moses reminded him that the nations were watching and that his reputation as the greatest savior and promise keeper would be tarnished. Moses destroyed the first copy of the Ten Commandments. Aaron refused to admit his responsibility, and the Levites ordained themselves as Moses' disciplinarians. I am glad that contemporary ordination services do not follow their service agenda. Moses confessed, Your presence among us sets us apart from all other people on the earth. How true. God rewrote the Ten Commandments and promised to protect the Israelites from their enemies. God identified himself as Yahweh and jealous of his worshippers' devotion to any other. He also declared that, quote, no one may see me face to face and live, and no one may appear before me without an offering, end quote. This ends this week's summary. My next episode will begin on February the 12th, day 43. I look forward to your visit then. May God bless you.